Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Let's it fly. He throws it. FNTSY and Sports Grid Network present. Ball in his hands. Game on the line. Buddy, no. Tipped up by Nas. Hit the horn. Hardwood takeaways. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. Welcome into Hardwood Takeaways right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and Sports Grid. I'm your host today, Chris Welsh. It is Bogman or Welsh. Today, you got your boy, the Welsh. You can find me on Twitter at Is It The Welsh. Let's in that name barrage here. What do we got going on today? Well, we are going to be breaking down the Wednesday slate of games, the November 20th games. There's a big, big set of them as well. And uh, at the top, the star, if you will, to our Christmas tree, Luka Doncic, going completely off in the NBA right now. I believe he's played under 100 total games, and he already set a record for one of the most insane triple-doubles in less than 25 minutes. He had a 35-11-10 triple-double. He is otherworldly. 
He owns the NBA right now, and we're all just sitting here enjoying it as we can. We're going to talk about that game and a whole bunch more, but let's kick right off into the games. Let's break these down. Let's get these box scores to you. First up, the Washington Wizards and the Spurs battled it out for mediocrity. It was a battle of mediocrity, if you will. Uh, but in an uncharacteristically high-scoring game, the Wizards beat the Spurs. These teams put up 270 points, so I hope you took the over. 138 to 132, the Wizards won at home. Now 4-8 and eight on the season. Spurs are 5-10 and 10 with only one win on the road. Um, not that many wins to speak of, but they're not happening on the road. Over on the Spurs end, there was some efficiency. It's not actually horrible when you look at the starting lineup. LaMarcus Aldridge was 6-15, for 15, probably the most inefficient if anybody was in the starting lineup, but he had a double-double. 12 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists with 3 blocks. DeMar DeRozan dropped 31, 4-5, and five, was 13-17 for 17 from the free throw line, 9-13 for 13 from the field. Very efficient. Forbes had had 19 with seven assists. Patty Mills dropped 16 with six assists. Amazing. Of the starting lineup, four of the five in the starting lineup had five or more assists. The only person that didn't was Jakob Pertl, who had two assists, five rebounds, but three blocks. So you had multiple players with uh, three blocks, and you had four of the five dropping five assists. So big output uh, from the Spurs, but you know, still not enough. Still not enough as this team, but it still wasn't enough. They were over 52% from the field, but 37% from three. That's ultimately what hurt them, if anything really hurt them, because the Wizards just came out banging. Uh, Bradley Beal dropped 33 points, four rebounds, four assists. He was 14 for 24 from the field in 38 minutes. Had a couple threes in there. Isaiah Thomas in the starting lineup, 11.6 rebounds. He hit three threes. Thomas Bryant, 11 points, five rebounds, six assists. A very, very solid night. And two 20-pointers off the bench. Burton's 21 points, five rebounds, four assists in 29 minutes. And Ish Smith, 21, four and four, was nine for 12 from the field. Check this. Almost 59% from the field, 60% from three, 18 of 30, and 80% from free throw. So they didn't really get to the free throw line. When they did, they were making them and completely efficient from three, hitting 18 of those. And something that, you know, a team like this is going to benefit from when 10 of those 18 come off the bench, you had Smith, Wagner, and Burton's account for the 10 threes. Each of them had at least three threes. It's going to help you every single time. So Wizards, they take it from the Spurs, 138 to 132. Going over to the Sixers and the Knicks, the Sixers are going to take that sucker down 109 to 104 the 76ers are now nine and five on the season the Knicks similar to the Spurs have one win on the road they're four and 11 but one and seven away um, as far as the starting lineup goes Morris had 22 13 six and two going off was eight for 21 from the field in 40 minutes RJ Barrett had a relatively forgettable night only four for 12 8.7 rebounds three assists two steals at least chipping in all over the place uh, Natilla Kenna 17 points, 6 for 8 from the field. Julius Randle, 17-8 with 3 steals, uh, was 5 for 13 from the field. Off the bench, it was essentially Dennis Smith Jr. who had solid, active production. Bobby Portis did play 24 minutes with 7 points, but uh, Dennis Smith Jr., 13 points, 2 assists, was 5 for 9 and hit 2 threes. They were over 50% from 3, uh, 47% from the field. Just wasn't enough as the uh, the 76ers really pulled away with a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. New York scored 25, but the uh, 76ers scored 35 points in the fourth quarter. They were led, of course, as always, by Joel Embiid. 23 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, and 2 steals. Was 7 for 19 from the field. Ben Simmons hit a 3 
and played 42 minutes. He almost had a triple-double, 18 points, 13 assists with seven rebounds, hit that three from the corner, was seven for nine from the field. Hugely, hugely efficient night. Uh, Tobias Harris was 14, four and four in 32 minutes. And off the bench, Mike Scott scored 12 with four rebounds. And uh, Ennis scored 11 with four rebounds and a couple assists. They also had off the bench, similar to what I was talking about with a few of the other teams, they had uh, eight threes come off the bench. They were 13 for 32 last night, 43% from the field and under 70% from free throws. So the 76ers were actually kind of able to get away from it, but that's ultimately also what happens when you're playing a team like the Knicks, unfortunately. Uh, The Raptors and the Magic battled it out, but the Raptors took it pretty handily at home, 113-97. to The Raptors are now... 10-4 10-4 with a perfect home record. Orlando Magic 6-8 with zero wins on the road. So uh, mark that down when you're making your bets or playing your DFS. Evan Fournier led the way for uh, the Magic. 21 points, 3 assists, 3 steals. Hit 3 threes in the game with 7 for 15. Markel Fultz continues to be somewhat productive. Was only 6 for 14 from the field, but did play 26 minutes. Scored 12 points, 4 assists with a couple steals. Vucevic, Only 11 minutes, 3 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Jonathan Isaac, 16, 13, 3 with 3 blocks. Holy cow, what a night. And Aaron Gordon, 2 points, 2 rebounds. But obviously when I bring up Vuk and Gordon, or unless you weren't paying attention or didn't know, uh, the storyline from this is they lost both Vuk and Aaron Gordon to right uh, right ankle injuries in the second quarter. The bad news, Vuk had to use crutches to leave the locker room afterward while Gordon had one as well. So both not well. I believe Gordon said it hurts not being able to play, not being able to help my team after the game. And um, I think he talked about it a little bit that he had someone's leg uh, rolled over on him. Vuk said it was really painful. It was hard for me to put any pressure on it. He says, we'll see. And he's supposed to get an MRI on Thursday to know the extent of it. But literally both of their two big stars going down with right ankle injuries and crutches is not a good sign whatsoever. As you know, as you know, it's not a good sign, but it's what you're going to have to monitor with both of those guys moving forward, which ended up having the Magic play a whole bunch of different players, but relatively, you know, relatively ineffective across the board. They were under 30%, actually 28% from the three-point line, under 40% from the field, and only 18 of 28 from the uh, free throw line. Over on the Raptors end, Van Vliet, he led the way with 24 points, seven assists, and a couple steals. He was 10 for 19 from the field in 35 minutes. Powell scored 15. Uh, Marcus Saul, a quiet night, but five, six, and five in 29 minutes. And Pascal Siakam is always uh, very, very effective. 18 points, 11 rebounds, four assists with seven for 18 from the field. Off the bench, Davis scored 19 and Boucher scored 14 with 11 rebounds. Really, really solid night from Boucher. And like his per minutes have been steadily getting better. He's one of those guys to keep an eye on. This guy's a rising star in the NBA, uh, whether it's per 36s, whether it's fantasy basketball, whatever it is, he's just becoming more intriguing of a player as they go on. But uh, make sure to monitor those ma- magic injuries. Over on the Hawks and Bucks, a lot of high scoring uh, performances tonight. The Hawks dropped it at home to the Bucks, 135 to 127. Over on the Hawks end, uh, Trey Young, 25 points with eight assists. 
It was one for five from the three-point line, eight for 22 from the field. Cam Reddish in the start, 17 points in 28 minutes. DeAndre Hunter, big, huge night, 27 points, was eight for 12 from the field, perfect three for three uh, from three, and 11 rebounds, so a double-double there. Jabari Parker got the start as well, 14 points, three rebounds, three assists. Off the bench, Vince Carter scored 13 in a flashback uh, to Vince Carter days. Uh, 45% from the field and the three-point line, pretty effective, but you were going up against a Bucks team that scored 38 and 39 per quarter in the second half. GA ended up dropping 33 with 11 rebounds, four assists, was 12 for 17 from the field. Eric Bledsoe, great night, eight for 17, nine for 11 from free throw, was 28 points, seven rebounds with five assists. Very, very effective night. Uh, he kind of led the way. Also, Brooke Lopez, 12 and five, very classic Brooke Lopez night. 12 points, only five rebounds, but two blocks. Bucks now 11 and three as the Hawks drop to a four and 10 on the season. Heat and Cavs, Heat win 124 to 100. This is a home game for the Heat. They are now 10 and three, a crazy surprising Miami Heat team that is six and zero at home and 10 and three. The Cavs are four and 10 after this one. Kevin Love, tw- Kevin Love, 25 points. 13 rebounds in this one, 8 for 14 from the field, hit five threes. Larry Nance, a good night, 16 and 9. And Colin Sexton dropped 19 points, was 8 for 16 from the field. They were only 31% from three, though, uh, 42% from the field. Over on uh, the Heat side, they were led by a couple guys. How about Duncan Robinson? I saw a bunch of people going, who is this? He's a guy that hit nine threes in this game. Nine of them. I believe all of his shots were three-pointers because he was nine for 15 from the field, nine for 15 from three-point from three point land. 29 points with two rebounds, also hit both of his free throws. Ridiculous. Um, man, payoff in DFS was crazy. I can't imagine where his percentages were at. That He won people money. He won huge money for someone out there. Bam Adebayo, 13 points, seven rebounds, three assists, and four steals. Jimmy Butler dropped 21-5-5 and was a perfect 13 for 13 from free throw but only three for 16 from the field. Off the bench, Tyler Harrow, 22 points, uh, was nine for 13 from the field, four threes he made, nothing on uh, Dunk. You know, it's amazing, actually. Between Duncan Robinson and Tyler Harrow, scored 13 of the 19 threes the team shot. Those two absolute standouts right now. And the Heat win 120. That's why the Heat are uh, doing so well and undefeated at home, 124 to 100 as they uh, take down the Cavs. Nets are still without Kyrie Irving. Uh, didn't matter though. They won 101 to 91 against the Hornets. They're now six and eight. They do need Kyrie Irving back, but there was some pretty pretty depressing news as far as the team saying they don't want to rush him back. I would expect more games to be missed on his end. Uh, over on the Hornets, so Bridges, 12 points, five rebounds. Terry Rozier scored 18 with six, and uh, Graham, 17 with six assists, continues to rock off the bench. Malik Monk scored 13 himself, five for 13 from the field, but 30 percent. Under 40% is a better way to say it from field goal and from three-point land. Over on the uh, net side, as far as the starters go, three 20-point output from the starters. Spencer Dinwiddie continues to rock 20 points with eight assists with seven for 18 from the field. Torin Prince dropped 20 and eight. And uh, Jared Allen, 22 and 17 rebounds was nine for 12 from the field. DeAndre Jordan even got in 20 minutes. Perfect five for five from the field. Perfect four for four from free throw, 14 points, seven rebounds, all done without Kyrie Irving. The six and eight Brooklyn Nets could use him though. Uh, 
in the past, a Mavericks Warriors game that was one forty two to ninety four would not be flipped like it is. But yeah, the Mavericks won one hundred and forty two to ninety four against the Warriors over on the Warriors end. Uh, Eric Pascal twenty two points with seven rebounds in forty minutes of play. Bowman played uh, got sixteen points in thirty two minutes. Alec Burks was eleven points four and four, but only three for eleven from the field. And really, really weird line off the bench. Spellman, Chris, and Poole all played. All of them scored eleven points. Poole also uh, chipped in seven assists. But the team continues. Here's their struggle. 8 for 27 from beyond the arc. That is always going to be your problem. I mentioned uh, Luka Doncic played 26 total minutes, 35 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists, 3 steals. He was 11 for 18, hit 6 threes in this game. Absolute performance of uh, probably of the year so far, to be honest with you. Porzingis had a double-double, 14 and 10 in 24 minutes. Not a single starter, not a single starter, Played over 26 minutes. Luka Doncic was the top. Now off the bench, Jackson played 29. He was your leader with seven points. But you had a bunch of chippings all over the board. Uh, Brunson, Marjanovic, uh, Lee, all getting into the double digit scoring. Because the team pretty steadily had this. Dallas outscored Golden State 44-16 to in the first quarter. Then 30 to 22. So by the time the second half rolled around, it was essentially over. Um, let's go over to the Bulls and the, the Pistons as the Bulls won 109 to 89. The Bulls are now are 5 and 10 at home. The Pistons are dropping down to 4 and 10 and 1 and 7 on the road. Blake Griffin, 16 and 8, just not quite what he was last year. Andre Drummond did not score points well. He was 6 for 10 from the field, but had 14 rebounds, 4 assists three blocks and two steals but the i mean the field goal percentages are i mean they're wildly crazy here listen to the percentages of the starters griffin four and 15 drummond three for 10 galloway three for 12 Kennard four for 15 and brown one for six one for six derrick rose off the bench scored 18 and was five for 11 but the team shot 33 percent from the field 24 percent from three it was Dunzo. Uh, Laurie Markkinen for the Bulls. He broke out finally. 24 points, 6 rebounds in 23 minutes. Wendell Carter had a big game. 12 and 15 rebounds. Shaq Harrison. Uh, really, I, I love Shaq Harrison. I love seeing him get out there. 15 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals. He's such a stud. Uh, Sadoransky had 7 assists with 15 points. And the team across the board, over 50% from 3. This is how you get it done. And that's why the, that's why the Bulls were able to take this down from the Pistons. Uh, the Jazz and the Timberwolves, as we get through the last couple games here, the Jazz beat the Wolves 103-95. to The Jazz are now 9-5 and uh, on the season, 8-7 and for the Timberwolves. Over on the Wolves' side, Andrew Wiggins, 22-7. and Carl Anthony Towns, 14 points with 12 rebounds. Only put up 10 shots, though, in 33 minutes. Jeff Teague, solid, 12 with 6 assists. Bob Covington, though, only put up five shots in the whole game, scored 11 points off the bench. Culver and Martin both chipped in a little bit, but the team was under 40% from the field and 31% from three, and actually a really poor 11 for 21 from the free throw line. Over on the Jazz side, Donovan Mitchell continues to rock this year. 26 points, seven rebounds, but nine for 24 from the field in 38 minutes. Uh, Rudy Gobert, 12 and 15 with five blocks. That's probably one of your stats of the night besides Luka Doncic. And Bogdanovich dropped 30. 9 for 18 in 38 uh, 38 minutes. They were 42% from 3 and uh, 40% from the field. Really not a great shooting output regardless, but the 3 points were going down for the Utah Jazz. Uh, The Nuggets and the Rockets 
rarely, rarely do you see the Rockets held under 100. That's what happened here. Nuggets won 105 to 95 in Denver. Uh, the Nuggets are now 10 and 3. The Rockets are 11 and 4. You had Russell Westbrook, 25. Two rebounds, five assists, only one turnover, but eight for 22 from the field. Only two of three from three. James Harden, 27.7 rebounds, seven assists, but had eight turnovers. So he took all of Russell Westbrook's turnovers. And Clint Capella, 12 points and 21 rebounds. The entire starting lineup had zero blocks. And as far as the assists go, I think they had a total of 15 assists across the board on all the starters. So the ball movement wasn't there. The efficiency wasn't there. They uh, put up 38 threes and made 12 of them, where the Nuggets were much more efficient and got it done. Uh, Nikola Jokic, 27 points, 12 rebounds, did have seven turnovers, though, but 12 for 19 from the field. Murray, Barton, Harris, and Millsap, all solid but not crazily impressive nights, all scored into the double digits. They didn't put up a lot of threes. They didn't make a lot of threes, but they were just about 47% from the field, which is uh, what put them over. And the Nuggets take that one down. And then the final game is actually still going on as I'm just finishing this up, and they are in overtime. Good one, Clippers and the Celtics. As I'm recording this, there's about under two minutes left. The Clippers are up 104-102. You got a Jason uh, Jason Tatum 28 point game six rebounds, a couple steals, a couple blocks, 11 for 21 from the field. Kimba Walker's had a really poor night, four for 16, only 13 points and eight rebounds. Thice has got 14 rebounds in 29 minutes. And off the bench, uh, Waynemaker has got 14 points. He's been your that's weird weird output for them. Uh, under 30% from three, only 28.6% as I'm recording this. It's amazing they've been able to keep in with the Clippers as Kawhi Leonard got back. We're finally getting Kawhi Leonard and Paul George as they're in this game. Uh, Leonard, 7 for 20, 17.6 rebounds in the 35 minutes he's played. Paul George up over 35 minutes has scored 25 points with 8 assists. And Pat Bev, what a night. 11 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks in just about 40 minutes so far. Lou Williams off the bench has dropped 27 as he does. The team has shot 43 threes as I'm recording this. They're only 37% as they've made uh, 16 of them. But this is a really, really good one that you already know the outcome of. But uh, Clippers, last time we talked about this, Clippers were doing the same thing and they took this one. Overtime game, Clippers and Celtics. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, that's the big thing that you need to know. They're out there, they're performing, and uh, Paul George looks really, really good and like Paul George of old. That's what I like to see. All right, friends, that is all that I got for you. Bogman's going to be up here tomorrow, so thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, share it out to the world, and you can go and find me on Twitter at IsItTheWelsh. Until next time, friends, it's Hardwood Takeaways right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and Sports Grid. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.